afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Rock Solid, your comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and I'm Christy Stratton. And in the producer chair, as always, is Kyle Dotson. How are you doing, Kyle? Good. How are you guys? I'm doing good. How are you, Christy? It's been a, been a couple good. weeks <laughs> since funny. I saw ha, since I saw you. Um, Can I just say, do like, it. how what? I, what I just did there with like, and I'm Christy Stratton. Like, what did I? What? Who is that? Well, who did who did I just channel there? You want to try it again? Uh, no, no, it's fine. I just I'm I, I, that's the weirdest thing to say your name. I don't know how you do it so naturally. I've done it 150 times now. Okay, well. <laughs> now I'm coughing. Um I'm excited for our topic today. I've wanted to do this for a long, long time and, and no one wanted to do it. No one would ever do it. I'm like it's Really? Seems like it was a, super fun. Yeah, it seems and there's ton, so many songs. So many songs. So many songs. Um, to choose from. But uh, how's the family? How's John? How old is Johnny now? He is four and a half. Kyle even saw a picture of him on Facebook and on the drive-in today said, that kid is pretty cute. Thank you. Yeah. you know. I'm sort of in love with him. Like just <laughs> his whole just thing. And when he puts his little arm around you, like I only have the one kid and I didn't, I, didn't, I wasn't around kids right. much. And oh I forget, my siblings or no siblings? No, no. I have a stepbrother. I have a stepbrother. Okay. But that little arm, when that little arm is hugging you, yeah. I mean, it's like crack cocaine, I'm imagining. But it is, it's intense. Now, granted, it, when he has little tantrums and stuff, it, that sucks. I mean, right. it just, it blows. I'm just yeah. telling you. It's really the worst. But if you can get through that, if you can power through mm-hmm. that, him being a shit, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's just... That's a couple of weeks ago, uh, I was in Florida and we were driving to the airport and Pilar's mom was driving and Pilar was in the front seat and Rita and I were in the back and I was just, I was exhausted and I just said, uh, I said, uh, Rita, can I lie down? Can I just put my head on your lap and I might take a nap on the way to the airport? And she goes, sure dad. And so I do. And she's just hand on my shoulder and just Stop. stroking, Aww. stroking my hair, you know, and just, That's so sweet. and I, I literally, I fell asleep. I fell asleep for, uh, <sighs> for about a half hour and then I woke up. And she, so and then sweet. she goes, I think I might need a nap now, dad. And so now, <laughs> then she goes, do you mind if I put my, my head on your, oh. like, oh no, okay. So, uh, but yeah, we both took little naps, but, uh, and she was holding my hand on the plane, <gasps> but not like in a, like, like, oh, I'm scared to death, but just like, she just reach and grab it and just hold it. <sighs> it's the best. It is. It's really intense. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. And, um, when you, uh, and then if you have a second, like we had Sarah for four years and you think. I don't know how we're going to love this other one as much as you. And then when, when the other one comes, it's just, it's you just, love her more. It's, <laughs> it's just an immediate, it just all levels out. Like you're like, okay. Oh, the capacity mm. for you to love your offspring is it's never ending. You could have, I guess, 12 kids and you would love them all the same. Yes. So I can't wait to meet uh, Johnny's brother or sister. Oh. So exciting. <laughs> yeah. It's not happening, but I love that. Like now he, I play his little songs for him in the Frozen soundtrack and stuff, uh-huh. but certain songs will come up in the mix and then he will, I'll tell him the name of it and he'll request it. So now he requests Garden Party. <laughs> I absolutely... By Ricky lo- Nelson? Yes. All right. I love that he loves that song. That's pretty love cool. Love it. It just, it, it, yeah. 
That is pretty cool and, garden party. And Moby's Flower. All right. Is a, he loves that song, too. I don't even know Moby's Flower. Oh, it's great. Is there lyrics to that? Oh. Or is it instrumental? No, it's... No. Can can you pull it up? Is it something that pull upable? You gonna look for Moby's flower? Mm-hmm. Now Moby's flower—that's his vagina, right? <laughs> um, n- no, <laughs> it's 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 he samples this song. Well, just you'll hear it. Okay. That I'm guessing is a very old Southern bluesy. We're going to YouTube for this, folks. Oh my gosh, how funny! How's that connection? Bring Sally up and bring Sally down. Last gun spot got a tail is brown. Bring Sally up and bring Sally down. Last gun spot got a tail is brown. Bring Sally up and bring Sally down. Last gun spot got a tail is brown. Bring Sally up and bring Sally down. Right? That's fantastic. That's pretty cool. I can see why a kid would like that. He'll say, play, he'll say, green salad, like, uh, like he'll kind of sing it a little bit, yeah. and I'm like, oh yeah, flower. Or then now he says flower. Is, uh, is he equally affectionate with mommy as he is with daddy? No, no. Okay. He loves daddy. Yeah, of course. Loves daddy. But when he comes toddling in, yeah. in the morning, the dong, 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 yeah. dong, dong, it's, it's on, it's mommy. It's putting arms around mm-hmm. mommy. It's nuzzling mommy. I think that, you know what? I'm going to say, this is, I'm going to say, and I could be wrong, but I'm going to say that little boys do gravitate more to their mom, uh-huh. but girls gravitate to both. Really? I okay. think so. Cause like your daddy, but then, but then, you know, there's times now we need mommy yeah. because she knows what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that kid's great. I love that kid. Oh. I still tell the story when you guys were over and we were trimming the tree and he would, we had the ornaments in the bedroom. So he would go, can I get another one? And I'd say yes. And he'd go, can you come with me? <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> and can you come with me? Sure. And literally it was two feet away from where yeah. we were sitting. That's I think being an only child and all that. Like, yeah, yeah no, I, you know, don't you want to be a part of this experience? And because I don't want to be alone. Does he have play dates yet? <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. We play definitely date. do play dates. And as they get older, you'll find the play date is awesome. Like my mom will go, oh, you guys always have kids at your house. I'm like, no, they, I don't hear from them. Mm. They go in the room and they play and I don't hear from them until they say, hey, we're getting hungry, you know, and then yeah. you feed them and then they go back and play. And it's, it's like, it's like, it's like a break instead of, cause my youngest, she'll be like, I'm bored. It's bored constantly. Okay. 24 seven. <laughs> and then you name, a, you name 30 things that you could do. Mm, no. Yeah. Nope. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's get into this. Yes. This is this is something I create. I created this uh, this title, mm. Contraction Junction. Mm. These are going to be songs, Christy, that have contractions in the title. Oh wait, that's what it was. Oh, I'm kidding. Uh-oh. And at first, I was like, uh, you know, like uh, can't, don't, won't, and that was that was my limit. I thought that was it. And then I'm like, oh, they just couldn't, shouldn't, wouldn't. Oh, there's I'll and heel and she, I'm like, oh, okay. There's I'm, an, sure. I'm, there's a mil- I don't even have an I'm today. So, uh, and then I got a real weird one. Someone made up a contraction for one of their songs. We'll get to oh. that in a little bit. 
But uh, how many do you have today? What do you got? Oh, I, uh, well, I don't know. Maybe 15. I have about 15. 15. Okay. Three of those will play. Okay. Um, we'll just talk about our kids some more. <laughs> I think a lot of people that listen have kids. Yeah, you're right. So, and you're right. You, you hipsters, you just uh, do what you do when you listen to Mark Marin. Just uh, you know, move up to where it gets good. <laughs> um, but uh, I'll let you go first. I like to okay. let, let ladies because go first. This one is for you. Uh oh. I'm just going to play it and then we can talk about it afterwards. This it. is my thank you to choosing me as one of the co hosts, and I've been having a blast. And what? this is for you, sir. Okay. Let me hear it. One second. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we updated iTunes. Okay. Now oh. it's a mess. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but- That's a good song, right? Wouldn't you like to know me? Paul Stanley from Paul Stanley. This was uh, this was my song number four today. Shut I'm not the kidding. front door. I'm not <gasps> kidding. It's uh, I used to play that song like uh, a crazy person when I came out. That's such a good song. It's a great, it's a great song. song. And this brings me to, I just finished Paul Stanley's book. Oh! And it, this is going to sound ridiculous. It is inspirational. It is uplifting. He doesn't pull any punches, and yet any sense of bravado he has in the book, he he explains to you why why he felt like this okay. and why he says this. And I was like, I've read all of the individual Kiss books, and this is far and away the one that I believe to be the most truthful. I believe his story over anyone else's story. Wow. He, I mean, because he says like his, uh, he got married in 2005. He has, uh, he has, he has four kids and three to this woman. And, um, he did not invite Gene Simmons to the wedding. And he what? told Gene, he said, you're going to spit blood everywhere. <laughs> you're going to catch the cake <laughs> on fire. He told him, he goes, the way that you talk in the, uh, openly about your disdain for marriage how you don't believe in it, how you think that people get married are foolish. All he goes, someone who feels that way doesn't deserve to be at a wedding. And I certainly don't want you at my wedding. If those are really your true feelings. (gasps) And Gene said, okay, I I get it. And so he wasn't invited to his wedding. And I was like, oh, that's, so he has a lot of stuff like that where he'll just say, look, I don't believe in this. And, 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 and the big thing in the whole book is, and this makes me feel a little bit bad that I do a Paul Stanley impression. He, <laughs> he was born without an ear. What? His right ear. He doesn't. He didn't have an ear. He just had like, like a nub, like of <gasps> you know. You've seen people that have a physical deformity. Sure. And his parents just said, "Ah, you'll get over." It. I mean, they didn't really give him any like, you know, tender loving care about it. They just said, and so you know, he grew his hair long, and yeah, he huh. was he was self conscious about that. Even when he was in Kiss, he would say, 
I'm on stage at night and I have this makeup on and I'm a different person and people are loving me and afterwards I can be with any woman I want. He goes, but inside I was, I'm always that kid that someone's going to discover this. Someone's going to make fun of this, this, I'm not 100% a whole person. Oh my and it was, gosh. It, it, and like it, it, there was a kiss album. They, they went, they cut their hair short in the eighties and he says, he goes, and I, of course, wore a big purple headband. He goes, because I still had to cover up my ear. Cause I don't have an ear Whoa. and he can't hear. He doesn't hit. He's, he's deaf in that ear. What? Yeah. So that's probably why he lisps maybe a little bit, but yeah, he okay. can't hear. But, um, <gasps> then in the eighties, a doctor, um, his, uh, one of his doctors found a doctor that said that they could, they could construct an ear. So they, he had surgery. They took, they took, uh, they took ligaments and stuff from his rib cage and they took skin grafts from his real ear and they constructed an ear, but it was painful and took years, you know, and, to, and he had to wear like a, wow. a head thing on his head for like months, you know? So it's like, I mean, a lot of stuff, a lot, a lot wow. of stuff. That's so, I mean, it's interesting, obviously on many levels, yeah. but the, he grew up a, a very handsome man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the fact that he had this thing that I, that, that kept him from, right. you know, and knowing because, you know, even when he would be with, you know, anyone in, in, in a romantic thing, if they would, you know, go to rub uh, their, you know, you would be like, uh, oh my God, they're going to find out. They're going to know they're, they're not going to like me because of this. So, um, then he tells a story about when he when he first saw Phantom of the Opera on stage and they removed the mask and he said, I was like, he goes, I was like so emotional because I was like, that's, this is me. That's how I'm feeling. I'm always afraid that someone's going to remove this mask and discover this deformity. So wow. yeah, it's a really, it's a great book. Okay. It's so good. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I saw it on like entertainment tonight or something. And he was yeah. Releasing I mean, it. he's nutty. He's a crazy, he's, he's you know, rock star, he's got that all. crazy stage pattern. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's, I really believe he's, he, he, there's a, such a sincerity that I took from, <gasps> from the book. So okay. I was really digging it. Okay. Paul Stanley. So yeah, my, wow. fo- my fourth song today was, uh, was <laughs> wouldn't you like to know me <laughs> by, uh, That's by great. Paul Stanley. So That's cool. Great. All right. So, uh, that's you. So you're up. I'll go. I'll go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go way back to uh, 1957. Ooh. Uh, this is Buddy Holly. That'll be the day. Oh, nice. Well, that'll be the day when you say goodbye. Yes, that'll be the day when you make me cry. You say you're going to leave. You know it's a lie. Cause that'll be the day. Well, you know you love me, baby Still you tell me maybe that someday will all be through Well, that'll be the day when you say goodbye still amazing that the Gary Busey that we know today played Buddy Holly I was just thinking of that And, uh, like, he was great in and, that movie He got an Oscar nomination for that movie he could really do that, like, hiccup singing And he did, like, the whole the whole deal yeah, he was really he was really good in that movie. Yes, he was. And now, have oh. you seen that commercial with Gary Busey? No, which one? They have uh, Amazon just released like a Amazon Fire TV. It's like an Apple TV. Okay, Amazon, and it's Gary Busey 
is like yelling at the television. He's like, I love to yell at things. And he's like, hi there, lamp. And then he's like, <laughs> and he just starts yelling at the TV. Oh, he's no. like, Gary Busey. And then it like searches and brings up all of his movies. Oh, so it's funny. Yeah, it is okay, funny. Okay. But it's, it's also Gary Busey. Gary Busey's oh, crazy. Wow. Yeah. You, know, you ride a motorcycle without a helmet. That's what's going to happen. Oof. Now, Buddy Holly. Yes. Like he only wrote a certain number of songs but like weren't every single one of the songs he wrote hits yeah he's got i thought uh, i read something like that that like he you know in his in his short career he wrote he didn't write he just couldn't write that many songs but like every single one of them got uh, peggy sue maybe baby every day rave on that'll be the day heartbeat oh boy um crying waiting hoping true love way i mean yeah tons yeah. you know tons of hits yeah. Tons of hits in a Only short... Only hits, yeah, pretty short, much, short, right? Short period of time, Ugh. yeah. Very sad. I know. Well... Contraction Junction. Yeah. Okay, I have a song from 2012 from a band called Alabama Shakes. And a couple years ago, I got to go to the Grammys. My husband scored us tickets, and they were doing a tribute to Levon Helm, who had just passed previously. And so they said there was this super group singing the weight. And I have to tell you, I don't remember a single person on that stage other than this gal, Brittany, what's her last name? Brittany Howard is the lead singer. And I'm like, who is this woman? The glasses, the crazy hair and this insane voice. And I downloaded the album. I don't love every song. Okay. Um, Hold on was the big, uh, was the big hit, but Mm -hmm. this is a song um, called I ain't the same. Okay, let's do it. thing going on it's is she african-american no she's not she's not she looks like she could be african-american though no what do you what do you, you mean she sounds like it is that what you're saying well no i'm looking at her here uh, i don't know maybe i honestly don't know i just assume not just because of she you looks know like she could be i don't care if she is <laughs> certainly <laughs> okay. don't certainly not going to tell you not to listen to that, that music that, that's the second thing that comes up on google if you type in britney howard it's britney howard and then Brittany Howard ethnicity. Oh, really? <laughs> does it? Well, there you go. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but has, she has a gift. Yeah, she that does. One. Yeah. That's a good voice. And has a just because you can't just have a voice. You've got to have that a More. stage presence. Like, have right. you seen that crazy thing that's going around Future Islands? Mm-mm. There's a clip um, on the David Letterman show that okay. was on social media that was going around by this band called Future Islands. And the song is fine. Like the song's okay. Right. But this lead singer, I don't know anything about them, but I just think ha- the presence is such a big key yeah. to the whole thing. And just her presence is very like, you know, presence can almost get you by being only a, a mediocre singer sometimes. Yes. 
Like if you'd yeah. ever told me that David Lee Roth couldn't sing, I would never believe you because he just he is fantastic in my eye. Like bozy, just bozy bop. <laughs> Yes. Anyway, she's got you know style to burn that one. I just love her. Well, my next song is from 2012. Oh. But it was uh, it's an album that was released. Uh, I can barely say this word posthumously. Yes. No. That's uh, right. this is the second album released posthumously by uh, Joey Ramone. And so when they cobbled together the first album that they released, uh, um, it was great. So when another one comes along, I was like, oh, this is going to be some really, you know, the bare bones. But it's it's another great album. The album's called You Know, and this song is called I Couldn't Sleep. Well, I was tripping, I was slopping, I was reeling in a rocking. I couldn't sleep at all last night. Well, I was tossing, I was turning. Rocking and a popping, I couldn't sleep that all last night. Put on my MTV, the chirping birds and me. Oh, 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 I couldn't sleep. Well, I was looking, I was flopping like a fish out of the water. Rocking around, baby, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, lyrically, it's not great, oh, but, uh, but yeah. it's it's a, but it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, that's a good tune. You know. And how old was he when he recorded that? Because it sounds like he uh, could have been 20. I would have to look in the liner notes for I mean, that. but right, like he was obviously yeah. older. Right. But you can't hear it, no. like at all. It just sounds like something that he could have done in his 20s. So many people just dismiss I, I talk to so many people, they're just like, I don't like the remote. I'm like, really? really? Did you, can you I mean, I don't know like? what, I don't, I think people have, they think it's going to be something different. And it's, they, right. they, without giving it a chance. Right. You know? There's still just great pop, like there's a, you know, great melodies, great little heart, right. whatever, like you can access it where yeah, there's exactly. some things yeah. I can't access, like I can't get into certain things. Yeah. No, but it's, the Ramones are very <laughs> but accessible. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So that's yeah. Ramones. Um, my next one is a song called I'll Make You Happy. Um, in 1983, a band called the Divinals. Okay. Their first record is called Desperate, and Boys in Town was their big hit, and Christina Amphlett, who who passed fairly recently, uh, was the lead singer, and it was something. Like, that was, you know, you know, Stevie, you had Stevie Nicks, and you had kind of a more, like, you had Joan Jett, and the, but Christina was a little bit harsher. Like, yes. she was a little bit rougher. Yeah. And What would they say? She's a lot of miles on her. Yeah. yeah, and she, the songs are fantastic and are really, some of them are very serious. And this is a cover of a song by the Easy Beats from 1966, I discovered. Uh, anyway, here's I'll Make You Happy. Yeah, like if, if Pat Benatar sang that, it would have a little bit of a sheen mm-hmm. to it. But this mm-hmm. is this is that's this is rock. 
Yeah. That is rock. The, the record is one of I put it on that my top 10 records that meant something to mm-hmm. me. Um, the whole record is so super great and holds up really well. I mean, everyone knows them from I Touch Myself yeah. and that whole thing, which is a great song. It is. I won't, you know, I'm not going to diss on that, but uh, this record is really outstanding. It yeah, still holds up. Because in that video, then they try to make, she's a, she's a pinup doll. You know, they yeah. kind of softened her look and, yeah. you know. Directed by Michael Bay. Oh, really? Yes. I remember learning that from Papa Video. Are you sure? <laughs> There's no explosions in that. Yeah. She, she's a transformer though. Her bra turned into a transformer. <laughs> <laughs> I have a classic rock song from 1965 by the birds. This is called I'll feel a whole lot better. Oh. The reason why Oh, I can say Tom Petty sings that. Yes, uh, I was going to say, I don't think I've ever heard this version and I knew it was a cover. And oh, no, no. Tom great... Petty sings that's on Full Moon Fever, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, that's check. the only. I, I haven't yeah, heard he Yeah, he does a great. I'm, I'm almost probably now I have to look just to make sure it's that It's very I'm right. faithful to that version. Like, it's really that. Yeah, it is. It is. Let me make sure. That's great. It's a great song. Uh, yes, he does a version of that on Full Moon Fever. It's a great version. Okay, that's our show. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm like, oh, it's me. Um, the White Stripes. Yes. Elephant. Yes. Uh, love that. was my, It was the first one I ever actually mm-hmm. purchased because while Jack White is very talented, he just, the, it, the whole thing is a little, I don't know. It, it, anyway, I, it was a little much for me, but I really super got into... What, what was the whole? What, what was it? The, well, just the guitars and drum thing, or no, just the? And I don't want to like. I don't want to. Uh, just it seemed a little pretentious to me. He's yeah, like uh, a, yeah. He's like a Tim Burton character. Yes. Yeah. And it, I'm compelled. Like he's very compelling. Yeah. But it, it's a little bit like, oh, is this too heady for me? Yeah. Or am I being excluded because I'm not that smart? Right. <laughs> and, you, and you you don't want to feel like that. You want to you want to you want to feel like you're on the same plane as the artist. Right. I feel a lot. I feel the way you feel about the White Stripes. That's how I feel when I play you in Words with Friends. Oh yeah, because she. You set me up though. He but, sets me up right where the triple word thing is, and it's like, like uh, dude. But, but I'll be. I'll, I'll be, it'll be like six letters away, and she'll go. Brow, put something. No, I'm like, come on. You've right there, and I'm you like, want me to play what? it? I'm going to play a tighter game next time. It's just. Unfortunately, with Words with Friends, you have to be be a little defensive. You have to kind of not just see your own strategy, but you have to make sure that you're not setting up somebody else. What's funny is like sometimes I go, you know what? I'm going to take a chance here. But she has it. She can do it every time. But you know what? I have found that too. Every time I've taken a chance, like, okay, as long as they don't have an E. And every time it will happen. So I'm like, I am not going to ever do that. I'm going to have to play a tighter game because it'll be like, it'll be like, it'll be like, it'll be like, it'll be like. 18 to 22 and then 42 to 36 and then all, then all of a sudden it's like it's like 400 to 160 i'm oh. like what happened you i'm not gonna stop that. i'm not gonna stop okay 
You don't have to play with me either. I you love you, you playing can, with you. Are you okay, kidding? You can decline. <laughs> no, no, no. Because I, I always never think decline. people people are like, okay, <laughs> no, no. I love I love words with friends. All right, I do and too. I love playing you because you set me up. I'm for kind me. of addicted, but it's yeah, I, I like yeah. it. It's a nice little diversion. Like I I'm not on it constantly, but like I'll go home and the kids are playing and and Pilar's not there. I'll, I'll pick up my phone and, yeah. and play one of the. 14 games I have going at, yes. a, at a time. Although I will say this, you are the only nudger. I do nudge. No you one, nudge. No one nudges me. Should I not do that? No, I think it's funny. I like it. No one has ever nudged me. I don't, I'm like, <laughs> I, what happens? I don't even know what it's happens. It's just a little thing song that says, you know, Pat F or Batman PFD <laughs> is nudging you. <laughs> and do you get that? You sometimes, you're yeah. like three weeks between well, plays. my app, even though I paid for it, doesn't, like work correctly yeah. it oh. like never like half the time it doesn't update and i have to uninstall it and reinstall it yeah. so get your shit together where it's with friends do you have the free version no i did i just said i paid for it because oh, i thought that was the problem and then i and paid then it for it and it did it more yeah like mm-hmm. i'll yell i'll be in the bedroom and he'll be in the living room and i go make a fucking play <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> all right uh it's so the white stripes yes white stripes. and uh, this is there's no home for you here all right Contraction would be there is. Yes, correct. That all this constant interaction is just the kind of make you drive yourself away. Each simple gesture done by me is counteracted and leaves me standing here with nothing else to say. Completely baffled by a backward indication that an inspired word will come across your tongue. Hands moving upward to propel the situation have simply halted now the conversation's done. I love it when I hear it, yes. but, but like when I'm at home and I'm looking for something to play, I, I would never go to it. Okay. It's weird because I have, I have three other albums here in my, in my iTunes library. Yeah. Maybe I'll go to it. Yeah. It's good. It's really good. I have to say it's good. And, and I, you know, and I love that sound. I love yeah. that it places me back in time, mm-hmm. you know, 10 years ago or whatever. Like I really, it's good. And it's a big sound for just a couple of people. Yeah. 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 Um, I want to invert the the next two. I want to play. Uh, I want to play the the group from 2010. Okay. Uh, so this is a band um, called Bad City. Hmm. Came out in 2010 with an album called Welcome to the Wasteland, and it's. Um, I love it. I love the whole entire album. The song I'm going to play is actually one of the uh, on iTunes. There were two bonus tracks, and this one's called Don't Stop. But this is uh, this band was really grabbed hold of what the 80s metal bands were doing but they do it so much better like I this is a phenomenal album to me but this is called uh, Don't Stop by Bad City I can't seem to settle down I don't
that, that song's a little bit a little more poppier than the than the other ten on the album. But okay, I like that. They do a song called "Calling Paul Stanley." Oh my gosh, it's great. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it. I That's love. Fun. I I tell I've played them a lot, and I tell people to go find that album. Welcome to the Wasteland. And what year is that again? Two thousand ten. Okay. And they hmm. changed lead singer, so now I think hmm. that's not going to be good. Oh no! I know. Aww. Okay. <laughs> so mm. don't even invest. I should just, just don't even put my heart out there. Yeah. Just pretend they made one album and broke up. And broke okay, up, yeah. Okay. Um, my next one is from Tori Amos. Okay. All, the albums I have of hers really um, are very important to me. And I was honestly like, we did the one with um, the deep cuts. Mm-hmm. Like I all, there were certain ones like that and the divinals. I'm like, oh good. Well, there's a contraction and I'm going to go ahead and do this. Right. Uh, but I happen to absolutely love this song it's from uh the song is called don't make me come to vegas it's from scarlet's walk I don't know that. which is one of the later ones it's 2002 a sort of fairy tale was the kind of hit off of it and it was a concept album it was like she plays this character that that and um, that kind of does a cross-country trip and and the songs are really good but i love this one okay Oh my gosh, discovering Tori in my 20s? There were a lot of women around that time that were doing some fantastic stuff, but... Have you uh, have you seen her in concert? I have not. I think she has a new album coming out. She's probably going to be oh. coming to town. Mm, I don't know why I haven't seen her. There's no... There's no reason there's why. There's no reason why. And, and she was uh, kind of coming into it when VH1 was mm-hmm. really cool, and they had all those storytellers and, and behind the music. They had all yeah. that great, awesome programming for that period of time I know, and I used it to just, love that stuff oh. behind the music and yes. storytellers and, and what was in the live at the 10 spot I mean oh. I used to love all that stuff yes and she was right I mean like I remember seeing her a lot on those on those things and, and now I have to watch goddamn Snooky falling downstairs drunk no what's happening what happened to my MTV oh, I can't even <laughs> <laughs> uh how many episodes? This will be episode number 152, and I do not think that I've ever played this band. Ooh! I don't know if anyone ever played this band before on here, but this is Culture Club. Oh! And as I'm looking at the song title, it's making me think of another topic, because this is I'll Tumble For You, uh-huh. but the four is a letter. It's a number. 
It's, it's a, a number. N- the four is actually <laughs> a number, and I help my children with their homework. Okay. Um, so uh, that would be not, good. They're not doing well. No, they're not. They're failing out. <laughs> they, think, uh, they think five is a word, and it is if you spell it out, F-I-V-E. Editing all this out. No. Um, but yeah, uh, we could do song titles that have actual, an actual oh, number right. in the title in place of a word. Okay. It would be all print songs. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but this is I'll Tumble For You. So Kai was a twenty-four-year-old uh, punk. What do you think when you hear that song? What's that? What? 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 What does that? Uh, no, I, I don't mind that. You don't mind that? I just can't like get that weird boy George image out of my head. Like how he looks like super weird now. <laughs> you mean the boy? The boy? Like back then? You don't mind how he looked then? No, no. Like the it, now. Yeah, the now is kind of weird. Doesn't he put like just a uh, just a, like a makeup across his eyes and all yeah. kind of weird stuff? Well, and he had like the tall hat too. And yeah. then Pharrell now he's got the tall hat, and yeah. I'm sure boy George is like, hey, wait, um, I can't wait till everyone crawls out of Pharrell's. Like later this year Because it's really would that, make, that would make you happy Yes <laughs> He seems like a nice guy Yes Didn't you I'm see just, that clip on Oprah sick of it Did you post that Or did I you did. like it You did post I did post it her, her, It was like it, On Facebook it comes up It says like Here it is And then like 12 people posted it It's But it's I Hide Mark is spam He's a He's 42 years old is he? Yes. I was just thinking, like, oh, he's a young guy. It's good to see a young guy being so humble. He's but that's 42. why, because he's not young. Black don't crack. Oh, honey. <laughs> Have you heard that before? No, I've never heard that before. Grew up in Texas, you heard that. Honey, I've heard it. Of course I've heard it. <laughs> no, he looks great. He looks he so looks great. He looks amazing. I just assumed he was in his 20s, honestly. And it's unbelievable. Do you know what I think he wears that big hat? I think there's, like, another Pharrell that grew out of his head, and that mm. hat covers up that Pharrell. Yeah. And that's actually the guy who writes all the songs. <laughs> but he's too weird looking, so he can't put it out there. So this Pharrell puts all the music out there. Yeah. All right. I thought the number it's a theory. four was a word a minute ago. No, no a, le- just, a letter. A letter. Just, no, a no, letter. no. You didn't think it. It just the word. I've done that. This is I'm, why I'm no good with words with friends, because I'm trying to play fives and sixes. Uh, no, it just came out. It slipped. Oh. Honestly, I, I, I do it all the time where I'll say something. But I'm actually thinking something else. I think people that do that are smarter than other people. Mm, no? I don't know. All right. I'm excited to hear your next song. Well, good, because it's the cars. It's the freaking cars. <laughs> oh, no. I don't. Have, I have a car do you not. Too. Don't. Cha. Stop. Stop. <laughs> So we have two contractions. No, Chuck, no, Chuck's not a contraction. It's a number. I'm dumb. Don't you stop, don't you stop 
I could have just gotten lost in that song forever. When do you think that song was released? Do you know? Do you know? Do you have any idea? Okay, listening to it, what do you think, Kyle? When do you think that was released? I would say 80s. Well, here's why they're so genius. That was 1978 when that was released. You know what was going on at 78? We were all disco dancing. That's what was happening. (laughs) Not these guys from Boston. They were killing it. And you had all these different... They brought together and ushered in this whole thing and... So you're saying they created the 80s sound? I'm not saying they created it. I'm saying that they were instrumental in bringing kind of an... And steering everyone in that direction in their car. A new wave-ish pop. They pioneered it. I think so. And that record, The Cars, produced by Roy Thomas Baker. I mean, it is rock solid. It is it is phenomenal. It came like those guys were playing those songs years before. Like, and the fact that we just I have to sit year after year and see these really the E Street Band over the cars. I know it's not. I mean, not that not that those guys aren't extremely gifted, right? Um, because and they should. I don't want to. I don't want to shit on them. I really don't. But but there's a there's a pecking order, and to not put. I mean, look, people can say that Kiss shouldn't be in there. Kiss has more gold and platinum albums than any other American band. I mean, that alone tells you that people like them and and that they should be in there. Yes. And they have influence and they, you know, like I can't believe there was ever a doubt that they wouldn't be. I mean, people can say like, okay, Gene Simmons sold out. Gene Simmons is a clown, whatever. Right. But you cannot deny. They're all clowns. They wear makeup. (laughs) Well. (laughs) But I mean, if you go, I think you can go anywhere in the world. And if you show someone a picture of Kiss, they won't know the individual members, but they'll go, oh, that's Kiss. Yeah. Oh, that's that crazy Kiss, as my mom would say. <laughs> I just think there's something with the Rock Hall of Fame is like, oh, unless you have that sheen of cool, if you yeah. don't, right? you know, and I, 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 I don't know. I mean, it's if, frustrating if, because Cheap Trick, come on, Cheap, Cheap Trick. I mean, Blondie's in, the cars should be in. Joan Jett is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But time has been very good to her, yeah. just being because she's cool. Yeah, and she did do a lot. And I don't want to. Again, this mm-hmm. is not about me. Yeah, you know. But when I have to also look to them, I have to also look to Dire Straits. Yeah, who did something amazing. Mm-hmm. There are a bunch of guys that were not video friendly. No, they made them. You know, videos that were like, like we're going to put our you know music right. into the plug of this into the 80s right. and we're gonna make fun of it and I, anyway i just that whole thing is so upsetting to me it's so yeah. upsetting yeah it's just it's crazy that these i mean the cars have been eligible for how many years now a lot oh, many many many, oh, many. Oh, 78 plus 25 is they've been eligible for at least 11 years right and i don't know if it was because door to door was so bad i mean it was bad that was a bad album. One bad album shouldn't discount right? five brilliant ones. I mean, Heartbeat City. I went to, I saw them whenever the, they were touring a mm-hmm. couple years back to support, um, move, uh, what's that, out, the newer album? It's not called Move Like This. Uh, what's it called? I think it is called oh, Move okay. Like This. Uh, which was actually pretty good. But, and they were, you know, they were all playing these songs that they had in a, in a while. Yeah. But when they got to Heartbeat City... And they played that live, and it was so like haunting. And there's something so empty, but yet, I, I mean, I, it's it really just just stopped me in my tracks. Yeah. I'm like, this record was great, and Re- yes, it had magic and you know fun stuff like yeah. that. But that song is a masterpiece. And I, anyway, ugh. and why can't I have you from that? Right, album? It's amazing. I mean, Roy Thomas Baker doesn't produce your first four albums if you're 
if you stink. And then Mutt Lang produces Heartbeat City. I mean, come on. I mean, Drive, y'all, that is a ballad. Like, that yeah. is, that is, right? That is the yeah. definition of an awesome ballad. Well, let's just keep on with Cars oh, talking. And all right. Invert my next two, and I'm going to play a, a song from Panorama <gasps> called Don't Tell Me No. <gasps> oh, I love this song. It's my party. When he says, it's my life, have a half. I love yes. that. That's great. Uh, and then he kind of, uh, like, there's a little bit of, like, mm, oh, just that voice. That voice. Yeah. Pretty great. Oh, my That gosh. was Benjamin Orr. And I like Panorama. I do, too. I like Panorama. Yeah, it's their quirkiest yeah. of all, but I love it. Give me some slack. I just, yeah, yeah it's really cool. You wear those eyes. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only one where both of them sing in it. You might be right. Misfit Kid. Yeah. And Panorama, I've said this a million times. That was the first, that was one, it's one of those album covers. It's just, it's just a checkered flag. Yes. And when I saw that in the record store, I'm like, what is that? It just, there's something about subliminal, I don't know what it was, but that album cover, I'm just, I buy that. And you know, because David Robinson was also like a graphic designer. And so they also had this kind of graphic design. Yeah. Arty type thing. Yeah. I mean, other bands were doing, you know, their versions Mm -hmm. of it, but I just thought that that was so, you know, the colors, the black and the red and yeah. And just the the, art. The shake it up cover with just, just the girl with just holding like a a, a drink shaker. Yes. It's just like the car shaking. I mean, it's like it's like the simplest cover ever, but it's yeah. still something about it. It's cool. I agree. Great, you're up. Oh, what if you had another car song? Oh, <laughs> I don't. I more. don't. Um, this is um, from 1986. Okay, Run DMC, Raising Hell, and this song is called "It's Tricky." Go around that's right on time. It's tricky. It's tricky. 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 It's tricky to rock around. To rock around that's right on time. It's little girly her hair was kind of curly went to her house and bust her out i had to leave real early these girls are really sleazy all they just say is please me or spend some time and rock around i said it's not that easy it's tricky to rock around to rock around that's right on time it's tricky come on that's fun that is fun yeah that is fun that's that's the rap that white people can like. <laughs> I mean, I hate to sound so white. I know, but it's but like, I love hey, that. There's that fun rap. I used to, I used to really like that song. And then we worked. I worked at a movie theater, and they would play that. That was at the end <gasps> of, I think, Grown Ups. So we'd okay. be cleaning up, <laughs> and it's just Kevin James dancing. It's terrible. <laughs> it's the worst. It just made me hate that song. Okay, mm. that's interesting. Yeah, I got really to put it, it in a King of the Hill, my first King of the Hill episode. Um, the cheerleaders are dancing to, and I wrote it in because 
you know, you write things in and sometimes right. like if they can do it, great. If they can't. And that's in there. I mean, I, I think it's still there unless they've cut it for whatever reason. Yeah. But. When I think a lot of people, when they write scripts, you know, I, I hate when people go, well, don't put that in there because you're never going to get the rights. No, just write what you yeah, want to write. Yes, because yes. at least when people read it, even if they can't get that song, they're going to have, they're going to yes. know the vibe that you're going yes. for. Yes. I see. And I, I believe in that. Yeah, I, I do too. But now I feel like I have to put like something akin to just so that the reader doesn't go like, well, they'll never be able to afford that. Yeah. I, anyone who's reading scripts like that, it shouldn't be reading scripts like that because that (laughs) means that they're not a creative person and they have no vision. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. So Uh, go to hell. You, this is uh, (laughs) I just discovered this song. It's from 2003, but I I just discovered it. It is, this is like my jam right now. And it's like such a soft, rocky type of a thing. (gasps) It's a remake of a new radical song. Okay. Do you know they they did that song? You get what you give. Yes, yes, Courtney yes. Love and Marilyn Manson. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, this was this was another song on that album. It's called "Someday We'll Know." This is Hall and Oates with Todd Rundgren. What? And this is this might be about a minute long, but let's. I love this. Someday we'll know. Ninety miles outside Chicago. Can't stop driving, I don't know why So many questions, I need some answers Two years later, you're still on my mind Whatever happened to the uptown theater It held the stars up in the sky With true love, just once in a lifetime I don't know how Hall and Oates found this track from 1998 on this new Radicals album and decided, hey, let's give that a whirl and we'll have Todd Rundgren come in and sing with us. But I just, I love it. It's nice. I like it. Yeah, I really love it. Now, did they do that at Daryl's house? Uh, maybe they did. Maybe someone, maybe they did do it at Daryl's house. I've been watching that show lately a lot, live at Daryl's house. What is that? What? You don't know what it is? It's on Palladia. It's on Palladia. What is that? What is that? What that's is that like a channel. A, that's an all music. Do you have direct TV? I do. It, yeah. It's like up in the 567. It's all music. You got to watch Palladia. Okay. I but, would love uh, that. I bet. Daryl Hall. It's in its seventh season. What? It, it's in his house in, I don't know where he lives, Pennsylvania, Connecticut. And like, he'll have an artist come to the house and it'll be like, it'll be like Butch Walker or it'll be like Joe Walsh. It'll be, it'll be fits in the tantrums. It'll be. Musicians from all over the spectrum Okay And then what they do is uh, They play Some Daryl Hall songs Some Hall Notes songs And then they'll play That band songs And they play it all together And it, and then they talk And then there's a cooking segment In the middle Where they Stop it Where they cook And then they sit down And they, they eat and talk music It is It's the greatest Like Joe Walsh was on And they were sitting down And they were talking It was so great To hear people talk about music Because this is what I love Joe Walsh was saying these new bands that are all auto-tuned and pro tools, he goes, you have to suck. You have to go in your garage and stink and then get better. He goes, and sometimes 
you don't get better. He goes, I don't feel like I'm that much better than I was then. It's just that through hard work, you've built up a body of work and you've become popular and you've got your name out there and you've become, you've been able to do this as a living. He goes, but I still feel like, oh, people are going to discover that I'm not good. And Daryl Hall's like, Daryl Hall agreed with me because that's how I feel too. You have about you, Joe, about you, Joe, you stink. (laughs) Get out of here and take your, take your ciabatta bread with you. And they look out the window and Oates is like, Oates is like, can I come in? Um, but, uh, it's a really great show. It's really cool. Oh my gosh. I have to, and it's called Daryl's house. It's called live at Daryl's house. Live at Daryl's house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just go to your guide and find it. Yeah. 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 I have all the things. I just don't know. It's, it's too many things, all the I things. I know, but you, will, you would love Palladia because it's all music stuff. Oh, I would. Yeah. I'd love that show. You would love that I show. I want to see him like make guacamole. Like that, just watching him cook and that whole thing. Is- Daryl Hall, though, is so cranky sometimes. Like they're making this, they, have this, they, have, they bring a chef in, a local chef in there. And she's like, uh, she's like and put that in there. And, uh, and no, what did, what did he say? I'm trying to think of exactly what he, he said. But she, he, just, he would just go, yeah, I've stirred stuff before. <laughs> Okay, just let her have her little segment. You yeah. invited her into into your house, right? Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I've eaten. You know, just like, okay, Daryl. Okay. Oh my gosh, that's funny. All right. Well, this I've played Loretta Lynn before, mm-hmm. um, but I played her Jack White stuff. Right, right, right. Um, this woman, I'm sure you know, has gone through quite a bit yeah. with this husband of hers, mm-hmm. Do, and. Um, the track, How do you spell that? D- well, it's do little, but she calls him do, so I'm guessing it's D-O-O. How many times do you think around the house she goes, hey, do something? <laughs> I mean, the, the track listing on this album, it's so sad and tragic. In fact, I printed it out, but I forgot it. But this particular song is don't come home a-drinkin' with lovin' on your mind. So that means you don't come in here all hopped up and then you just want to do a quick one get with it me on. yeah, get no. on because I'm not doing it yeah no got some volume on it alright good well you thought I'd be waiting up when you came home last night you'd been out with all the boys and you ended up half tired but liquor and love they just don't Is that? That's pretty great. It's really great. Uh, are they still together? Are they still? Yes. That's because yes. that generation doesn't get divorced. And they've lost children, like adult children. Like oh my it's. God. She has just, you know, been through it. That one. We've but, talked about this before. Her, yeah. da- her dad. She's a coal miner's daughter. Yes, that is no lie. <laughs> that wasn't just something she created. That's a that pretty, wasn't just her brand. That's another great musical performance. Uh, Sissy Spacek in <sighs> Coal Miner's Daughter. It's pretty solid. Yes. Yeah. Shoot. Oh. Oh, that movie. When it, yeah. It's probably on Palladium right that now. part when she gets blood all over. No, no, that's Carrie. Oh, Kyle. Okay. That's wrong. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't play this uh, person often enough, but he is named after uh, something you might have on a, on a, uh, on a Saturday uh, for dinner. You might have uh, your mom might make a meatloaf. 
Oh. And um, this is uh, this is from the best meatloaf. Uh, it's terrible. This 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 is from the best meatloaf album that doesn't have the word bat in the title. Oh, okay. This is from 2003. Jimmy Pardo will back me up on this. The album is called "Couldn't Have Said It Better." This is the title track, and this album is so good. This song is uh, was co-written uh, by Nikki Six. Cool. He brought in some amazing outside writers for this. And they, they really did a great job. And uh, now you can play it and you can both laugh. Okay. But I love it. Little lady, I think there's something on your mind. <laughs> I've known you long enough to know the words are not that hard to find. How long is that song? <laughs> that song is seven minutes and seven, seven seconds. I okay. I don't dislike it. It's a little <laughs> intense just for him to be saying like, "Can you let's just not talk? Let's yeah. just yeah, come on, get to business. We don't need to talk." He might have come home with uh, drinking on oh. his, with the alcohol in his breath. Now, how would he sing that now? Oh, <laughs> he is the worst singer alive. It would be like it'd be like it'd be like. Mm-hmm. Wait, he lost his voice? Oh, he can't sing live at all. The band is amazing. The background singers are amazing. And then he is so like, you. they've got to go like home at night and go, wow, me did not have any of it tonight. It's the worst. Are you going to look up a clip of him singing now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got to, you got to find it. Oh, I didn't know. But you know what? His acting career is, is he's, he's working. He's working that one. He's in Fight Club. What was, what you was know his, what? what was his character's name? Uh, uh, the worst uh, name Robert ever. Paulson, but he had uh, bitch tits. Yeah, That's that was his nickname. Him. I like him as a person. That, you know, no, the intensity, you know, good for him. Oh, is good this, for is him. It, when's this from? What year is this from? I think this, is, this says it's from last year. Okay. Ooh. This is, oh, it might not be because he, he looks good. Yeah, he look Because he looks thin. <laughs> <laughs> Just type in uh, Meatloaf Live. Here we go. Oh, there's an advertisement. Hold on. Oh, God. Oh. Come on. Oh, it's for Meatloaf. <laughs> don't play that ad. They're not our sponsor. Bottle Rocket. When are they going to let... Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bottle Rock. Bottle Rock. What is that? That's that's Sunday, 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 Sunday. <laughs> it's in Napa Valley. You can see the fray and all those right, other I'm bands. I'm just going to jump in wherever. Yeah, jump in. I, I hope it's... We've ramped it up enough. It has to be good. And what's the song he's singing? Uh, I don't know. This is like the whole thing. It's the whole concert? Yeah. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh this is going to be bad. I hope it's bad. Oh, the mix is terrible. 
doesn't sound terrible. Yeah, he doesn't. Well, the crowd singing with him. You know oh. what? I might have. You might have a better one. Well, he, he well, his last live his live album that I have is. Are you okay with this, Christy? Making fun of Meatloaf? You're afraid. Uh, it's okay. Here we go. Let's <laughs> plug in. Is this ruining the show for you? No, 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 no. We could edit that out and put. No, we. Won't. Christy is. I got to tell you, Christy is such a nice person. She's really nice. Well, I appreciate that, but I, I have to tell you, it's not like I was. A, I mean, when I was young. I would talk shit about people. Yeah. And but then you learn like that doesn't make me feel good. Right. That doesn't, you know, and I get my feelings hurt. Your your way of living is much better than the way I live. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I heard I have to make fun of this. <laughs> Go okay, you got going. did you got it? I have this is from his uh this is from his live album called Three Three Bats Live. And this is a song <laughs> called Bad for Good. And I remember this whole album being really bad, so just get it in here. Hold on a second. There's a lot of fooling around today, but I like it. It sounds like he can't like keep up. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like it's going fast. This was a commercial release. This was released. This is not like a bootleg. This is a real album that came he, out. He'd do anything for love, but he won't sing well. <laughs> well, it just sounds like he's out of breath a little bit, right? There's the wind-up band. Oh my god, it's really bad. Oh, I wouldn't say it's really bad, it's, but but that's like, it's worse than he normally. So know is. this: when when a Christy Stratton says, "I wouldn't say it's really bad," it's really bad. It's really bad <laughs> because she's nice. Oh, I'm all You're, right. You are. Do you like the term sweetheart? I like the term sweetheart. Well, that would be you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's I don't even know kind. what the topic is right now. Where I, are we? We're on contractions. Oh, okay. And I, I know I've spoken of this before, of mm-hmm. the Mark Knopfler solo career. Yes. But I cannot overstate how great these records are. This one is from Get Lucky, which was in 2009. Mm-hmm. And this is You Can't Beat the House. One, two, one, two. Like anyone else, oh. and uh, and that's a compliment. 
Yeah, because he's not trying to, you know, the voice is perfect for the songs. Yes. Oh, I just love, I just, I think he is the bee's knees, that that Mark Knopfler. I do. I think he's so underrated as a songwriter, as a musician, both his solo and with Dire Straits. Yeah. What were you going to say, Kyle? I wasn't. Okay. (laughs) You don't want to weigh in on Mark Knopfler? That's not one of your heroes? Uh, That's a good tune. I like that. Um, This is, uh, this is the song I talked about earlier where there's a a contraction that this person just made this contraction up as far as I'm concerned. This is from uh, Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. This is You'll Accompany Me, but it's A-C-C-O-M-P apostrophe N-Y. Yes, You'll accompany me. That's not a real word, is it? No. Maybe in olden times. I don't... uh, The whole point of a contraction is so you get rid of like a letter, but this (laughs) is the same number of characters. I think that's how Do proposed to Loretta. You, someday you'll come to me yeah. to the bedroom when I'm drunk <laughs> and give it up no matter what you say. You have to do what I say you do. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punch you in the throat. My name's Do, <laughs> and I'm about to do you. <laughs> oh. oh. See how nice Christy is. <laughs> oh, Gypsy Wind. People say that love's a losing game. You start with fire, but you lose the flame. Ashes smolder, but the warmth's soon gone. You end up cold and lonely on your own. I'll take my chances, babe. I'll risk it all. I'll win your love, or I'll take the fall. I've made my mind up, girl. It's meant to be. Someday, lady, you'll accompany me. See, this is where I grew up. Everyone had a copy of Night Moves and, okay. and Stranger in Town. And that was, you would go to like a party at someone's house and that was it. That was what you were hearing. Okay. You're going to hear that goddamn Bob Seger. <laughs> the Silver Bullet Man. All right. I remember people when I was in high school too, you know the Bob Seger and Bruce Springsteen are best friends? No, they're not. They got on stage together once. <laughs> no, they're best friends. No, they're not. Are, and they're not probably? No. I'm telling you, they're not. What's Seeger? Like, what is his thing? He doesn't, you know, put himself out there. No. I mean, I think he probably still tours, but you don't yeah, hear I saw, any I saw him a couple salacious. years ago. Okay. He's, uh, I have an, I have an argument all the time on Facebook with my friend Lisa Goich because she's from Detroit and Bob Seeger's the end all be all. And I always tell her, uh, yeah, he sounds good. He doesn't put on a good show. <laughs> he doesn't. He's just, he just, this is what he does. Okay. That's his move. Uh, there's no backdrop. There's minimal lights. For, for the listeners, <laughs> yeah, which is everyone. If you're listening, <laughs> he holds both of his fists and like, like he's rowing. And yeah, like, yeah, he's like rowing. Rows. Doing the running man yeah. in place. He, he doesn't. Uh, the stage pattern is literally this runs from against the wind. Okay, and uh, huh. they sound great, but there's no there's no show. When I go to see a concert, I want to see people. That's interesting because I don't know that, but yet just his, he seems folksy. Like he seems like a common man type of denominator. Yeah, he hey, just wears like a, everybody just wears a t-shirt and jeans, but he doesn't, he doesn't engage the girl. Like, okay. you know, you know, it's cliched, but Bruce Springsteen really puts on a show. Oh, he absolutely. really yes. gets you involved. You really feel like he's, he's your bringing, lover. What? Every, he's bringing everyone <laughs> together. Yes. So it's, and Bob Seger does for me, okay. there's, there was zero connection. I've seen him twice in the past 
seven or eight years. Okay. So that's interesting because with the cars, you know what, because the songs are a little, have a little kind of cold sheen yeah. to them. So it's not a surprise that Rick Ocasek isn't like, hey, everybody. Yeah. But that does surprise me about them. Anywho. And yet, Rick Ocasek uh, came out after the show at the Palladium and signed autographs oh, and couldn't wow. have been nicer, smiled. Oh, my gosh. Everything. I'm so glad I was there. I would have literally passed out. Like, I <laughs> I know we want to try to have Ellie Deason on the show. That would yeah. be the best and worst thing I'm still trying in my hard. whole life. I'm still really am I, trying I, hard. It's, it's fine, though. Because I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't even. I just don't even know. Um, my next thing. Okay. I discovered this band mm-hmm. in a Bangkok dressing room. You were in Bangkok? Yes. Didn't you learn from Nicolas Cage that Bangkok Dangerous? <laughs> I was trying things on and I heard this and I'm like, what who were you doing is in this? My stepbrother, um, now he lives in Singapore, but uh-huh. he, then he was living in Hong Kong okay. and we did Christmas, my dad and my stepmom, and we went to Shanghai and Bangkok and did that whole... Well, that sounds amazing. Is yeah. It? it was It was great. It was great. I'm just very like, <gasps> you know... A stranger in a strange land. Yeah. yeah. How old were you when you went there? Oh, this was just a few years ago. Okay. I think the same year Wang Fetterman and I saw All Day Sucker. So whenever that was. <laughs> you were experiencing some life a couple years oh, ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I, well tell me more. Well, the band is called Him. Okay. And honestly, like I've never heard anyone else utter the name. I went to, I, I mean, I found the mm. CD because it was back when you would still go buy a CD. H-E-M? Hem. Hem. Okay. And, but I saw the, uh, I've had, I've been validated that they're real. Okay. In Mojo Magazine, once um, Mini Driver mentioned them or something, I'm like, oh, they're real. Like, I'm not just imagining this whole thing. Um, the whole record it sounds kind of like this one that I'm going to play that's awesome. And this song is all that I'm good for. Okay. Where's this band from? I don't know anything about them. <laughs> okay. I know nothing about them. They I don't sound like they're up. from Asia. No, no, no. They're not. <laughs> they're American. I think. That sounds pretty great. Right? But when I went to, um, what's that that record store? That's the Amoeba? Yes. Um, there was like 12 or 13 copies of the CD in the used. And I'm like, really? You all want to give up your Hem Rabbit Songs record? Like, it's so good. It's really, it's like uh, that. Oh, Hem is from Brooklyn, New York. Okay. They've been together since 1999. Okay. Through the present. How many albums? They have six albums. That's pretty good. The most recent came out last year. Oh. All right. And, uh, Are they on a label? Are they on a major label? Not that that matters, man. I mean, nowadays you can just, you know, do it and put it up there. They're uh, on Network. All right. And Rounder Records. All right. Rounder's a big name. Okay. It's just that her she has a very sweet voice. Yeah. And they and have all, very soft. Like eight people in their band. All right. Hmm. But I was like, who is this? And the woman just handed me the thing and I wrote it down and That was it. That was it. And I bought some 
pants or whatever. And she said, you go now. Get out. <laughs> no. You know, stay in my store. <laughs> no. Buy something. Don't try to steal music. That, that was not. No. Sally Ellison is the vocalist. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sally Ellison. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, just. It's just so bad. It's so bad. You know, deep down, I, have an, I am a good person. I know that. But I'll see your tweets where you just go after people. I'm like, who is this person? <laughs> like Gene Simmons? I yeah. just do that for fun. Gene Simmons responded a couple weeks ago. He said, don't worry about it. That was his response. <laughs> I'm like, it's so funny that someone would even, they even, even feel that he needed to do that. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I have, uh, how many more songs do you have? Um, oh, I have a... Uh, a myriad. She has about five. Yeah, but all right. I have three more, so okay. we'll just we can just do, do a couple if you want. I mean, let's flip the let's flip the next two because after that sweet voice, I want to put a sweet voice in there too. Nope, 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 nope. I'm wrong. Yeah, bring uh, bring the uh, bring uh, the, the three name person. Yes, bring her up to right under Bob Seger. Okay. Um, this is the only should I only had like two shouldn't songs. Okay. In my whole. 32,000 songs. So this is an artist I really like a lot. This is Mary Chapin Carpenter. But you had 32,000 that you shouldn't play. Yes, I do. <laughs> Many I shouldn't play. <laughs> nice. Uh, this is from her 2006 album called The Calling. And uh, this is called Why Shouldn't We? We believe in things that we cannot see. Why shouldn't we? Why shouldn't we? That heal can set a chained man free Why shouldn't we? Why shouldn't we? And we believe in peace within every heart Why shouldn't we? Why shouldn't we? Burning brightly, brightly in the dark why shouldn't we? Why now, now, how can I listen to that and get the same satisfaction out of listening to that, and then I can listen to uh, uh, Wango Tango or Meatloaf or Meatloaf and and get the same like Jones from that also? Yeah, no, it. I get it. I totally yeah. get it. We're swapping a lot of computers around here. It's well, fun. honestly, like that? I. Do you want that one? I do. Okay. Yes. I'm Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I don't even have to say anything. Else. Like, <laughs> he is just everything. I have not seen him live except uh, accidentally. This was many, many years ago before Tyler Perry's movies and things were out. Okay. Um, and my husband said, oh, I have to go see Medea at the Kodak. And I'm like, really? And that, and that is the phrase you say. You say, I have to go see. <laughs> well, and, and I was like, I... I don't know I, the tragedy. Like I was like, why would they Comedy Central send you to see Medea? And I didn't, but I didn't know. I hadn't yeah. heard of this character. And I have to tell you, it was the Kodak Theater was packed. Okay, there were. Oh, like, this was this is Medea live. Yes. This isn't a Medea movie. No, this is him doing the. Okay, this is before anyone had okay. ever heard. And I mean, I was still at King of the Hill, so that was what uh, maybe t- the early two thousands. Okay, then I'm okay with this. I'm not going to make fun of this, but. I have to tell you, like, it was so funny. And that, that crowd, I'm like, I'm, wa- I'm watching something that is a phenomenon that, yeah. that like, why haven't I heard of this yeah. in any way, shape or form? And, um, it was clear that he had other plays and other, and this character. And I have to tell you, it was, we enjoyed ourselves. Like yeah. it was a fun, it was the one where he goes to jail, the Medea goes to jail. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and we laughed along super fun. And I'm like, oh, that's nice that he has this message. And like, yeah. good for him is all like, you know what? Good for him. And then at the end, they kind of just kind of break into like song and whatever. And then Stevie Wonder is escorted on stage to sing. And, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, I'm already like, there's something happening here that I know nothing about and all these people and whatever. Is he in drag? Is Stevie he... Wonder plays for this Tyler Perry character. That's crazy. Who was Who was he at the time? And so I came back to King of the Hill. I go, you guys, there's this guy named Tyler Perry. And I'm telling you... It's not going to be long before this He's is all thing. over TBS. Yeah, yes, I mean, know. really, yeah. like that was, but it was, he earned that. Like he was doing plays mm-hmm. and obviously could rent out the Kodak, which is not it, nothing. And then get yeah. Stevie Wonder to, anyway. The Kodak is where the Academy Awards are held. Just so it's, to add oh some my reference. gosh. Um, you, mean, you mean the Dolby Theater? The Dolby Theater now, yes. Oh Lord. <laughs> um, this is from Intervisions. Don't you worry about a thing. All right. Don't you worry about a thing Don't you worry about a thing, mama Cause I'll be standing on the side when you check it out Come on, right? It's pretty nice. Did he, uh, did he, was he wearing a, like a big dashiki? Like just like a moo-moo? I think so. Yeah, that's what he wears now. Who, t- who so. Tyler Perry or Stevie Wonder? Stevie Wonder. <laughs> It was really something. And he walked right by us, and I was like elbowing Gary like, look, look, like literally coming down the aisle next to us. Stevie Wonder. Living legend. I I, I mean, uh, yeah. Those Um, songs. My next uh, song that I'm going to play right now is not Stevie Wonder. No, this is a guy who is, I don't know what I'm doing right now. I'm like, are you falling asleep? Uh... (laughs) This gentleman has been on the show. Ooh. Uh, Marshall Crenshaw. Nice. And this is from his debut album. Uh, it, to me, it's just like the Cars debut album. It's flawless, start to finish. And this is called I'll Do Anything. I gotta send a message. Gotta send it to your heart from mine. I even wrote you a letter. I know there's no Uh, he said something when he was on the show because uh, I think we started talking about that thing you do and he said that he was asked to submit songs for that movie and he said he, he said you know what I didn't I didn't try I didn't try really? he doesn't he, I think he was kind of bummed about that he's like I just I didn't really give it my all I didn't try and then when I saw the movie I was disappointed that I didn't that's interesting yeah, for what a nice to, moment of yeah, candor for someone to admit something like yeah. that's pretty cool so, wow yeah. oh that's interesting I do like that movie and then uh, at the end of the show, uh, when we weren't recording, he was—I I had no idea what we were, what, what, what this was. My agent just told me to come over to this building, <laughs> this room. <laughs> and then he goes, "But this was really fun. I really had a great time. This was great. It was very nice." But Aww. he was like, I, "I didn't know what was happening." <laughs> <It's> like, okay. 
Oh, that's cute. I've got two more. Okay, I do too, but do we we don't have to what I mean, are we good? What's happening? What do, Well, look, uh, are you telling me that we're going to cut uh, the Beatles and Queen from my list? That's what I'm telling you. Okay. Why, why would you do that? <laughs> Cuz I'm not your friend. <laughs> no. Who do you have? Who are your people? Um, Steve Winwood and Stevie Ray Vaughan. The just, Steves. Just do all four of these. Okay. You're you're here already. Right. I, I've, right. I mean, I've stolen your whole day from you. <laughs> I know, just my uh, my husband with a four-year-old, giving him everything he asks for. He's such a sucker for he like, what? You wanna... He's the all-day sucker. He is. <laughs> but he is, I just know, he's watching movies, he's eating candy. I could just picture the scene. <laughs> That's okay for a couple of hours. He'll be fine. Yeah. Um, this next song, mm-hmm. I really wanted to research who the music supervisor was on House. Okay. Because I have discovered, like, there were, um, this song and uh, uh, the Break Up the Concrete, I didn't, I'd never heard of that song before, okay. the, uh, pretend, Pretender was it Pretenders song. or Chrissy, but um, this song is called I'm Not Drowning, and I, like I said, I, that show was a great show, but the music was really outstanding, if you can recall, but anyway, this is from 2008. <laughs> Shining in the pouring rain Could see somehow cold comfort in the broken tree But I won't let it bring me to my knees I'm not flying I'm not drowning now That's great, right? It's like such a swampy feel and to a, me, it's like like I when I'm in a when I'm in a really bad place. Mm-hmm. You know how I want to do that too, like songs that make you you know that bring you up, that make yeah. you happy. But that is definitely one of them that like if I'm in a bad place, I just that's what I listen to that song. And very very similar to when we we were uh, talking about Robert Palmer. Uh, that was the last show, right? When we talked about Robert yeah, Palmer. Sometime. Um, <laughs> yeah, sometime ago. Uh, Steve Winwood would get a bad rap because back in the high life, that was so popular, and people yes. think of him. As oh he's like a like a soft rock adult contemporary right and it, it, it's so much more than that Steve Winwood yes. yes yeah those songs were great they were pop but yeah, they, they were, were certainly great, great. I, I always talk about that like every band in the eighties at some point ha- did it and it was mm-hmm. you know heart you know they were you know Barracuda and Magic Man but then in the eighties they they had they had yes. a big bombastic sheen yes and yes. you just you just had to do that to to stay in it. Yeah. You know, and then, and then they could do the thing. Now we're going back to our roots. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, this is the Beatles from rubber soul in glorious mono. This is called you won't see me. Oh. When I call, Yeah, there's. It's, it was either that or it won't be long, and I took this one. I 
like this one better. Yeah. yeah. It was, I was like, mm, okay, this one. Yeah. What do you got? Um, Stevie Ray Vaughan's second album was called Couldn't Stand the Weather. Stand and the weather. as is this song, it's called Couldn't Stand the Weather. All right. I think I should have cut into this further. Sorry. <laughs> Everyone's enjoying the groove. Okay, good. Yeah, he and again, rock and peace, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yes. Um, so you couldn't stand to cue that up, could you? <laughs> I couldn't stand it. <laughs> uh, before I play my last song, uh, just uh, follow Christy at Christy S. Mann, C-H-R-I-S-T-Y-S-M-A-N-N. Yes. Uh, follow Kyle at Kyle Dotson Funny. I am at Pat underscore Francis. We are at Rock Solid Show. Um... Go to rocksolidpodcast.com and read what Andrew Rich is doing. If you'd like to support the show, there's a donation button there. People don't seem to see that. People don't seem to click on it. People don't <laughs> seem to care, but it's there. Um, uh, thank you, Christy, for doing this oh, uh, and for I giving love up. It. Well, I'm glad you love it. Everyone loves I, I get every all the emails are like everyone likes everyone for a different oh, reason. Well, but uh, I feel good when you walk in this room. I feel good hmm. when Mike Siegel's here. I do not like Murray, and I, <laughs> and, and uh, when April's here, it's a, a crazy thing for me too because uh, such a different uh, yes different music that stuff that I've never heard from before. But everyone is enjoying everyone, and I really really appreciate that you're doing this. Thank you. And, oh, that's so sweet. And, uh, mm. I hope when you get home, uh, Johnny hasn't. Uh, Aged four years. Okay. <laughs> I can say with certainty that he... He won't. He won't. Gary will be like, you're home. Yes. Are you kidding me? It's I'm like, out of here. Yeah. No, thank you, Gary, too, for, for giving us... A, it's like Mrs. Delphire there. It's going to be crazy when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> Gary's in drag? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Maybe, it's base and a pie. You know, Medea's over. Yeah, Medea's Every, over. Everyone's, everyone's in drag. Uh, my, last, uh, my last song is a song I've played before, but if anyone would say... Play me one Queen song. Play me something that you think is a definitive Queen song. Uh, when this song came out, it was not popular. Now it's taken on a big popularity. But this is from yeah, it's uh, Shaun of the Dead. It's in Shaun oh, of the Dead. Yeah, it's it's all over the place now. But this is this was from the album called Jazz, and this is Don't Stop Me Now. Racing car, passing by like Lady Godiva. I'm gonna go, go, go. There's no stopping me. 
Kyle, thank you for being here. What are you going to play us out with? What what hipster stuff do you got for us? Um, this is actually, this band is called... Apoc- this is a band called Toby's Flapjacks. <laughs> and uh, they're, they're a band out of, uh, out of Detroit, and they have one album on the, uh, on the unscathed label. <laughs> and uh, this is a song called uh, Punk Face. I, uh, I lost steam. So, no, that was good, that was good. This is a band called uh, Apocalyptica. Of course. <laughs> and they are, no, they are a uh, Finnish metal band, but they uh, have like... Uh, of course they are. They do like, it, it, but it, it, well, it doesn't sound like what you think it is. Okay. This is called okay. I Don't Care, and it's featuring the lead, the former lead singer of Three Days Grace, Adam Grontier, or Gontier on uh, vocals. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I do care. Christy's nice. Oh, this is a good song. This is fabulous. I try to make it through my life in my way. There's you. I try to make it through these lies. That's all I do. Just don't deny it Just don't deny it Deal with it Yeah, deal with it You try to break me You wanna break me Bit by bit That's just part of it Always trying to stay in line But you're rising 